Yo, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the show, the podcast. Uh, today, I'm throwing some advice around. Um, I normally, other than reviewing some cards and just general like gameplay strategies, I don't like to sit on the high horse. I'm not the best player in the world. I never said I was. But today, we are going to talk how to go flawless in Battle Royale. Why are we talking about that? Because I just did it over the weekend. Uh, I did it on stream. We ran all 12 games on stream. It was electric. We uh, we played a really cool player in the last game who was hanging out in chat and was not a dick. So that's, I mean, that in itself is like a giant victory. Um, but we had a good time. We went flawless. It is my first flawless. It'll be the show 22. My fourth career flawless. I got three, and it'll be the show 21. Um, so basically what this episode is going to be, we're just going to talk general strategies of, uh, of Battle Royale. We're going to run through a couple mock drafts of Battle Royale just to kind of show and get the feel. Um, I, I would imagine most of you who are listening to this are no strangers to Battle Royale, so I'm not going to pretend that you guys are idiots. I'm not going to talk down to you. Um, it's just going to be a very off-the-cuff, like every episode, conversation about what we're looking for. Uh, what players, personally, that I try to target, what strategies that, personally, I have found that work. And listen... You're never going to go flawless every time you, you, you run the game. Even friend of the show, Ray Cheesy, who is a BR god, doesn't go flawless every time. The key is to maximize your chances of going flawless, or at least maximize your chances of a 9 win to get a diamond out of it, and then it'll all come into place, right? I mean, the, the, we need to be realistic with ourselves. We're not always going to go flawless, but we can always set ourselves up, right? So that's what we're going with. So let's just hop right in. As you guys can see, I'm starting with visual proof right over there, up in that top left corner of the screen. Flawless banner. I've done it. I did it. I'm happy with it. What I'd like to do actually also, I just got out of the screen that I uh, was in. I want to go back into my game history because I want to see if I could find the team I was running. Um... Looks like these are all, oh my god, for mini seasons. Um, okay, here we go. Now we're getting closer, we're getting closer. Terminator boost. This was my 12-win game, guys. I'm not going to show the box score. I'm not going to show, well, uh, no, I will show the box score if only to show you who my team was. Or at least show you as much of my team as possible. So my team, this was my lineup. This is what I was twerking with the whole time. Face uh, Future star Justin Foscue. Babe Ruth, the Takashi card, Salvador Perez Live Series, Kyle Farmer, the uh, Monthly Awards card, Live Series Sam Hilliard, Live Series Miguel Sano, Live Series Charlie Blackman, Live Series Jonathan VR. Uh, we had, I'm going through hitters first, Ryan McBroom on the bench, John Birdie on the bench, Eddie Matthews Live Series the Silver on the bench. Pitching-wise, in this game anyway, we had Yimmy Garcia, Gold Rob Dibble, Live Series Tyler Nutsack, uh, and live series, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez. We had a bunch of other guys. We had the Messina and Randy Johnson program cards. We had, um, fuck, we had so many players. Um, I don't even remember. It, it felt like, it feels like forever ago, and it was not. Uh, but this was a really fucking good team, guys. Maybe I can go into this game log and see some more pitchers. Um... 
We had, oh, of course not that. This one. This was one of them. Sorry, guys. We're doing this off the cuff. Like I said, we're just having a casual conversation here. There we go. Uh, John Axford, the program. John Axford. We had Hector Neris. We had Brooks Raley. This is, yeah. So this team, admittedly, was fucking really good. It was a really, really, really good team. So what I try to do is I will not play a run unless I'm comfortable with the team. That's advice number one. Just because you draft a team doesn't mean you have to go use that team. I see so many players I match up against in Battle Royale using guys like Silver Barry Larkin. And like, sure, maybe you hit 500 with that card, but it's all singles. Is that what you want on a BR team? You want some pop. You want some power. Um, redraft is fine. I wish there was a redraft button. There isn't. It would just speed the whole process along. But redrafting is fine. If you don't have the stubs to redraft, I understand why you might want to just take a Hail Mary and give it a shot. Draft a team, pray it's good, run it back. Um, but it's hard. BR is a hard mode, boys and girls. It's a, it's a difficult mode. It's not supposed to be easy. Flawless, I think, as someone who's done both, Flawless is harder than World Series. Just my opinion. You might think otherwise because BR is on entirely All-Star, whereas to get to World Series, you have to play Hall of Fame and probably Legend. In my opinion, winning 12 straight games with the way RNG works on All-Star with dog shit players mostly is harder than making World Series. Just my opinion. Couple key things to talk about before we actually do a couple mock drafts. I don't anticipate this being a particularly long episode because we're just going to run through this shit and do it together. But a couple things to think about. Always, 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 rule number one. Draft players you're comfortable with. It's that simple. Let's say your high diamond round, I don't know, is 396 overall hitters. I'm making this up, clearly. 396 overall hitters and a diamond pitcher. Whoever it is. Kenley Jansen. One of those 96s might be geared entirely offensively, making it like the surefire pick for BR. But if you don't hit well with that card, and instead the 96 you pick is a more balanced defensive speed and a little bit of power guy, pick that guy. You never have to feel pigeonholed, especially early in BR drafts, into taking certain cards. The most important advice I could give. Use the players you're comfortable with. I don't know how many times I say that in this podcast across all game modes, but specifically when you're trying to go 12-0 in BR. You don't want guys that you just know coming up to the plate, you're like, ah, mentally, you're just, fuck, I'm not going to get a hit with this guy. Don't do that to yourself. Get guys you're good with. Later on in drafts, sometimes you might get put into a corner and you have no choice, but like, so I got lucky. My last run, I said I had live series Miguel Sano playing first base. He's a 70 or 71 overall. He is a popular community pick in BR. Not for me. I don't hit well with him. His swing is a little long. He's got a weird leg kick. It feels like a slow swing. I, no shit, hit about 600 with him in that run. I was just finding holes. I was hitting a lot of shit opposite field. Um, balls going over the fence. Like, there's a lot of luck that goes into BR. But sometimes your risks, your gambles, like that one, paid off. That one works for me. He actually carried my run. He, was, he might have been the MVP of the run. Um, so use cards you're comfortable with, number one. Number two, pay attention to inside edge. I know that sounds pretty fucking obvious. But always, if you see a card has inside edge, whether it's an upgrade or downgrade, always look at what the attribute upgrades or downgrades actually are. Don't just say, oh, he's playing up, let me take him. 
Because sometimes Inside Edge will only give you like plus two to your righty contact and righty power. Sometimes Inside Edge will, like literally Jordan Luplow the other day had plus like 16 against the weak side. And that made him an instant draft, instant pick because he's so good against lefties. He had that Inside Edge against the righties. It was incredible to use. Always check. Inside Edge for pitchers is a little different. I don't always mind taking negative inside edge pitchers because the hits per nines are already so low on a lot of these guys that the hit that the, the PCIs are pretty damn big. And on All-Star, PCI size is really not much of a concern. So unless they're like minus 15 hits per nine, I'll still roll them out there. But use your own judgment. You know how you play the game. You need to be comfortable with how you attack team building, pitching, hitting, the whole thing. Lastly, or lastly for now, before we actually get into it. Going into certain rounds or drafts, you can kind of strategize a little bit. For example, unless one of my diamond second baseman, unless one of my diamond picks is a second baseman who's Chase Utley or Justin Foscue, I leave the second base position open, praying I get silver Brandon Lau. I did not have him on this flawless run, but Brandon Lau is my favorite BR card in all of history. Doesn't matter what he's rated, doesn't matter what his attributes are, that card absolutely dick slaps baseballs. So you can find ways to leave positions open, taking an extra center fielder for the bench, taking an extra pitcher, taking, you know, and finding ways to, to manipulate the system, manipulate the draft, and get the guys you want. Does it always work? No. If we do three drafts right now on this podcast, will it work any of those three times? With my luck, probably fucking not. But sometimes you get lucky. And sometimes you can really outsmart the system. Um, you can do that with catchers a lot of the times because catcher is such a weak position that you can find value in bronzes like a Gary, she uh, Gary Sanchez. Almost said Gary Sheffield. Like a Gary Sanchez. Honestly, like a Ryan Jeffers is not fucking bad. Uh, you can find value picks in these positions if you're patient. Sometimes you just got to figure it out amongst yourselves. One other thing I thought of, by the way. It, uh, it's, it, I can't really find a way to like define what this is. But let's say your draft presents you an option of 88 overall, Diamond, Chris Bryant. I think he's an 88. Maybe an 89. Whatever he is. The most recent Chris Bryant that came out. You, you absolutely rake with Chris Bryant cards. Don't take that Chris Bryant card. <laughs> Wait and try to see if you get the silver version because you're going to hit just as good. I promise you'll hit just as well with the silver version. Honestly, the difference between that card and diamond cards is usually speed and defense. Generally speaking, the power is about the same. The contact might be a little off, but you don't need that. Take a different diamond that you know you're not going to get a lower version of or that's going to suck if you get a lower version of. Just a thought. That's how I try to attack these things. So... Let's do a couple drafts, maybe two or three drafts. We'll go through it slow. We'll see how it works. Uh, if you guys are listening on YouTube, thank you so much for listening. I, th I thoroughly appreciate you guys. Uh, did I say listening on YouTube? Watching on YouTube. Sorry. Thoroughly appreciate you guys. If you could like and subscribe, you'd be my hero. Oh, heroes, because you're all going to do it. Comment down below what you think of my BR strategies. If you're listening on Apple and Spotify... I'm going to do my best to, to, to bring this process to life uh, audibly so you guys get something out of it. If you do have the time, though, this is probably the type of episode you want to come to YouTube, check it out. Um, 
and uh, learn something. All right, so here we go. We're gonna enter the draft. BR now has three diamond rounds, by the way. Okay, so automatically, I'm looking at this first diamond round. Reggie Jackson, Christy Mathewson, Greg Maddox, Joe Morgan. This is a redraft right off the fucking rip. All four of these cards suck. You're never taking diamond, high diamond starting pitchers, ever. You can get away, and sometimes it's a good strategy to take a diamond reliever. We're not taking starters. We're just fucking not. We're going to play this draft out, and we're going to try to make it as good as possible. But I see this right now, and I hate it. Reggie Jackson's power, it, it, Reggie, Reggie Jackson's card just kind of eh. This Joel Morgan card is very tough to hit lefties with, and if you're drafting lefties in BR, you need to be able to hit lefty-lefty with them. Because BR is a specialist's matchup type of game mode. Okay? So what we're doing here, because remember what I said, I like to leave second base open to try to get Brandon Lau. I'm taking Reggie Jackson. We'll see where this goes. Now, let's talk BR rounds. So they added the mission rounds this year, which is a great add. There are two ways to attack this. If you're trying to fulfill every PXP requirement to advance through the program, it's self-explanatory. Pick the one you're working on next. What I do, I don't give a shit about using most of these cards. I really don't. So I always, almost always, pick the one that I'm going to do best with. So in this gold round, that's John Axford. John Axford is a gold reliever, high velo, throws a sinker, decent slider. And his fastball, you can mix in there. Curveball, I wouldn't fucking touch. So I always take John Axford. Rysel Iglesias is okay. He's not bad. This Justin Morneau sucks, even though he hits righties well. And this Joe Maurer has really bad power left, but his contact left kind of balloons that up a little bit. Plus, he's a first base primary. So... I'm taking John Axford. I like to flesh out the bullpen. I try to have two golds in my bullpen. Doesn't always work out that way, but that's my that's my goal. So we're going to take John Axford. Uh, this round, I dislike actually all of these hitter cards. I don't like Napoli. I don't like Tay Oscar. And this Mike Trout actually is not that great. So I always take Messina. It's nice to have a backup plan in the rotation. In my starting rotation, I usually just try to have bronzes and commons. That's just my strategy. Messina and Randy Johnson, this 72 overall, ended up being very reliable backup options for me. I used them when I needed to eat innings. I used them when it was a blowout to save the bullpen. Uh, I used them just in emergency situations. It worked out really well for me. And Reggie, um, Randy Johnson is like having another lefty in the bullpen. So it works that way. So this round, Cy Young, Robbie Ray, throw him in the trash, not touching him. 95, Brian Wilson. If we're taking a diamond reliever, I want him to have a sinker. This one does not. He can go play in traffic. We have Jared Walsh. We have Albert Pujols. So, Jared Walsh is the first base primary with corner secondaries. Pujols plays both corner outfields and both corner infields. All things being equal, always take the player with more positional flexibility. Because you never know what the draft is going to churn up later on. You never know in-game if you have to get fucking wild and crazy to win a game in the third. You got to pinch run here, move a position here, swap a guy here, double switch this. It's all a possibility in BR. BR is a nightmare. So, I'm in this round, personally, I would take Albert Pujols, and that's what I'm going to do. I'm taking Pujols, and we can put him just about anywhere. Okay, nine times out of ten when it's a common round, I'm taking the starting pitcher, and we're just never going to use him, unless it's like a 10-0 game. There are exceptions here. 
Ryan Barucki, who's a 62 overall, throws a sinker, is a lefty, funky delivery, know your pitching deliveries, that's very important, and is plus 11 on the day to hits for 9 Ks per 9. I could understand why you'd take him. I'm not going to abort the plan. I'm going to stick with the starting pitcher. But always look at your inside edges. Always. Next up, bronze round. We have Mike Miner, who's only plus ones. David Price, who's plus fives, and he's a reliever. Gavin Lux is actually minus seven, but I have him paralleled. So that's where the, the confusion can be. And then Paul DeYoung who's a decent bronze bat. Know your bronze bats. If you get a good bronze bat for the starting lineup, like I had Jonathan VR and Miguel Sano last time, that deepens the rest of your team. That deepens your bullpen. It deepens your bench. It's always worth doing that. Personally here, I'm going to take the guaranteed bronze lefty because you need to make sure you have lefties in the bullpen. I prefer to have three. You can get away with two. I'm taking David Price. Another bronze round. Um... Paul Fry only throws four-seam slider changeup as a lefty. I'm going to take the bronze starting pitcher who throws five pitches but is basically useless otherwise. We'll just leave him in the rotation. Another bronze round. I have found this year that they give you a lot of the ship rounds early, which makes it a little more difficult to tinker with your team later. Um, I'm just going to take another bronze starter here, Rowanzi Contreras. Um, nothing valuable here. Okay, silver round. It depends on how you play the game. Are you a better pitcher? Or are you a better hitter? If you're a better hitter, I would lean pitching. Silver rounds, early silver rounds, I would lean bullpen, personally. Especially in this situation where Kendall Graveman, not only do I have him P2, but he's plus 12 hits per nine, plus 12K per nine, throws a sinker, has 99 velo. You know, you see here that Cody Bellinger is available. He's got a sweet swing. But he is down a little bit today. Minus three contact right and power right. Um, and I think I can find value in center field later on. So I'm going to take Kendall Graveman. It gives me a guaranteed lock in my bullpen. And look how lucky we got. There are some rounds where you don't have to think twice. This round also sucks outside of the one player. Brandon Lau is here. It just so happened that we got super lucky in this one. We did not have to strategize leaving second base open outside of skipping Joe Morgan. So Brandon Lau. It, it, we take him. We don't think twice. Brandon Lau is here. Okay. Now we have decisions to make. This is a very good silver round. Brian Wilson is, is not a bad silver card. He has this cutter. The two-seamer works pretty well. Uh, not the best reliever in the game, but it's it's decent. Darren Ruff is an incredible bench bat. I don't like starting Darren Ruff because his power versus right is low, even though it's plus five today. Incredible bench bat. I think it's a little too early to start drafting bench bats, though. So that's why I'm going to wait. And Sam Hilliard, help me in my last uh, in my most recent flawless run, my only flawless run. He's got a really nice swing, and he's essentially a balanced hitter. Almost, actually, basically balanced. He's got 47 contact right and 47 contact left. 80 power right, actually 84 power left. So he's actually better against lefties. Um, 85 speed, well, 84 speed, I guess, technically, because I have him P1. So subtract one from everything I just said. Um, I don't know. This is one of those rounds that could go either way. I know we just talked about saving value for center field, but I look at this round and I see Sam Hilliard as the, as the choice because for me, I'm comfortable with his swing. Also, we're going to interject here. You can see already that we have four hitters. We have Lau, Pujols, Hilliard, Jackson, Reggie Jackson. That's three lefty swings already. 
Pay attention to that. You don't want to overload your lineup with lefties. Even if you're the best lefty hitter in the world, you want to give yourself an advantageous lineup. So just pay attention to that if you can. Okay, so we have an all-common round here. And as you can see, we've filled up the rotation with five guys. So I'm looking for anybody who has utility here. Somebody who's fast. Somebody who has a sneaky good attribute. And what we see here is there's no speed. But Kevin Smith is 80 contact, 55 power versus lefties as a 63 overall common. So I'm going to take him. He's going to automatically plug into third base. And we're immediately going to put him on the bench when we're able to. Okay? So that's the, the plan there. All right, we have a gold round here. David Bednar. Oh, sorry. David Bednar. He's up to an 87 today. So if you draft him, you're essentially getting an extra diamond because he's plus nine hits per nine, plus nine Ks per nine. That said, he's only a, a four-seam curveball splitter pitcher. Uh, it's not for me. I want my relievers to have sinkers, cutters, change-ups. Very important. Change-up is a very good pitch in BR. So I'm going to skip David Bednar here. Tony Perez, we're just going to not even think he's there. It's between Will Smith, who's plus 10 against his weak side today, and a good catcher, or Bo Bichette, who's plus 12 against his weak side. Wow. This is a preference thing. Your swings are equal. You, you like both swings. Let's look at the stats. In 30 at-bats, I hit 395 with Bo. In 70 at-bats, I hit 486 with Will Smith. So we're taking Will Smith. I let the stats do the talking there. Will Smith is an excellent bat to have at catcher. All right, bronze round. So this is when we're going to have to start taking advantage of some bronze relievers if we can. Connor Brogdon, 83 velo, 96 break. He throws a cutter, but he's minus three today. That's not a big deal. Uh, Lewin Diaz is not worth it. Colin Moran is a very good bench bat. Wilfredo Tovar fucking sucks. So I think what we're going to do is take Colin Moran. He's going to plug into first base. We're going to put him on the bench. That's the plan. All right, gold round. Admittedly, not a very good one. Edwin Diaz, Wander Franco, Michael Young, Alan Trammell. My God. Sometimes you're going to get these rounds. You're going to get rounds that absolutely suck. My default, generally speaking, is to take the reliever here. I know Edwin Diaz is pretty uh, pretty predictable. He is minus five on his hits per nine and case per nine today, but they're already a very high stat, so it's almost like it doesn't matter. Because of his velo and because he has a good slider, I think we can get away with him. So we're going to take Edwin Diaz here. But unfortunately, you will get shit rounds sometimes. All right, this is another round here, a silver round, where I see a player I automatically take. We have Ryan Stanek, who's plus four hits per nine Ks per nine. Javi Baez, who I don't hit well with. JP Crawford, who has no power. And live series Corey Seager, who is plus 15s today against righties. This is a slam dunk pick. Does it give us another lefty that we don't necessarily want? Yes. But we have to be picky and choosy here. We have to use guys we're comfortable with. And Corey Seager, hands down, is the pick here. All right, our next diamond round. This is actually a not a great diamond round. But it's giving us Kyle Farmer. And I accidentally said he was a player of the month card or a monthly awards card. I meant tops now. Uh, Kyle Farmer is here. He helped lead me to my last flawless run. And you look at flexibility. Shortstop. He's also a catcher. Second base. Third base. Given the way our lineup currently looks, he's going to slot into third base. 
because he could play there. It puts Kevin Smith to the bench. It's a righty bat who crushes lefties. It helps us build that flexibility and that um, safety blanket for when a lefty reliever comes in. We have Farmer waiting up next. So we're going to take Kyle Farmer. He's going to go to the bench for now, and we'll fix it when we can. All right, so now I see we've got a lot of bats, but our bullpen is lacking a little bit. So right here, even though I love a Rosarena, Javi Baez stinks, Perez stinks. The pick here is Rafael Montero. He has a sinker, 99 velo. His control is a little suspect, but we could work around it. The pick here, in my opinion, slam dunk Rafael Montero. Bronze round. These bats are all not very good. Travis Swaggerty does have 77 speed, so I'd understand why you might take him. But there are plenty of other fast players that'll come up later in the bronze round. Take a peek at this Justin Miller. Just because you see a bronze pitcher that you've never heard of before might be useful. He throws a sinker. 86 velo with 78 break. For a 69 overall card, it's sneaky good. It's not bad. Four-seamer and a slider. I, I like this card. I've used him before, and I've, I've gotten 12 win. Not flawless, but 12 win runs with this card in my bullpen. So always look. I'm taking Justin Miller here. Now, things to point out. We only have one lefty in the bullpen with two spots left. Okay? Then we have four bench bats left, and preferably we need to mix it up between righties and lefties. So always be mindful of that. There are two possible picks in this bronze round. Legit ones. Brad Wick, or Weak, I'm sorry, I don't know how to say his name. Even though he only throws a four-seam slider curveball, he is a lefty with a kind of deceptive delivery. He's not bad. Or G-Man Choi who is a great bench bat as a lefty uh, hitter. He's plus fives versus righties today, which is the only situation you'd be using him in. And it gives us some pop. I, in this situation, because I want to guarantee myself lefty relievers, am going to take Brad Wick. I can find other bench bats. But because the game has presented me with a lefty reliever, I'm going to take him here. Another bronze round. Whew, we got a demon. Jordan Luplo is one of the best bronzes you can get. He's almost always going to be a bench bat. But oh, today he might be a starter. Jordan Luplo is a 72 overall right fielder who plays third left and center. That third base is huge. He has 101 power left baseline as a 72 overall card. But he's plus 12 today against his weak side. He gets up to 47 contact right and 69, very nice, power right. This is an instant draft. If you see Jordan Luplo without inside edge, you take him as a bench bat. You see him with inside edge, it's not even, not even a thought. Just take him. Instantly. Put him on the team. We got a really good silver reliever here. Yimmy Garcia is very good. He's minus one hits per nine. Doesn't matter. Throws a sinker. Throws hard. Throws a slurve. Another very good pitch if you can locate it. Now, by drafting him, we are accepting that we're only going to have two lefties in the bullpen. We do have Randy Johnson in the rotation to fall back on. But by taking Yimmy Garcia, we are accepting that we're comfortable with just those two guys. In this situation, given the other players here, Adam Frazier, not a BR player. Brian De La Cruz is whatever. Luis Urias is actually okay. It's a decent bat, but we're pretty stacked at the positions he plays. So we're going to take Yimmy Garcia. Bronze round. Okay, so now we're it's solely bench bats. We have two bronzes, one silver left. We're looking for the best specialists possible out of these rounds. Matt Beatty hits righties really well. But when we configure our lineup again, we will have Colin Moran on the bench. So remember, 
J.D. Davis hits everybody really well, and he's actually plus 14s against righties. So same side platoon, which is actually really nice. He plays third, first, and left. No right field. Royce Lewis has 85 speed. Juan Lagares sucks. In this situation, J.D. Davis is playing up in a mid-silver tier, so I'm taking J.D. Davis. Uh, we normally would not, probably, but I think that's the pick here. Next up, Kyle Higashioka. We don't necessarily need another catcher because we also have Kyle Farmer on the team. Bobby Dahlbeck has high power, but Garrett Hampson's the pick here. 96 speed, even slaps lefties around pretty well, and look at the positions. Second, third, short, left, center, right. Bingo. Perfect. We're taking Garrett Hampson. And now our last silver pick. Oh, we just got blessed. We just got blessed. Screw Colton Wong. Screw Lorenzo Kane. You could either take Brandon Crawford here, who is plus nine against righties, power and, and contact, or tops now, throwback, flashback, whatever, Juan Soto. I don't think it's I don't think it's much of a debate here. We take Juan Soto. So now we've we, we've drafted the team. Let's build the team. Remember, because we have we have moves to make. Don't forget to make your lineup. First base. We actually didn't draft a first baseman, so we're going to have to get interesting here. J.D. Davis can play there. That might be the move, honestly. We're going to put J.D. Davis at first. Remember, he's playing like a mid-silver today, up against the same side platoon advantage, which is nice. His fielding is really shitty, but at first, it shouldn't matter. Kyle Farmer, we're going to play at third. Oh, I'm sorry, I accidentally put him at short. Kyle Farmer, we're going to play at third. And then uh, Juan Soto is going to be one fucking hell of a bench bat. All right, so now... Before we construct the lineup itself, as far as the order, look at the bench. Everybody has utility. Kevin Smith, even though he's a common, he plays third, second, and short, and he crushes lefty pitching. He does. 80 contact, 55 power for a 63 overall. That's great. Jordan Luplo, he's going to be our first off the bench against a lefty pitcher. Destroys. Colin Moran, really good uh, uh, righty killer. First, third, and left if we need him. Garrett Hampson, speedy boy. Plays just about every position, except for first and catcher. And he can hit lefties a little bit. Plus, I never advocate for bunting in Battle Royale, but if for some godforsaken reason you have to drop a sack bunt down, 96 bunting. That's just a cherry on top. Now we have Juan Soto, and I think it goes without saying why he's here. Lefty, righty, switch pitcher, uh, pitcher with no arms. Juan Soto is the guy to use here. Let's make the lineup. How do we make the lineup? I do not make a BR lineup like I make a ranked lineup. A ranked lineup, you want to balance it out, right? You want to you want to you want to put your run producers in situations to run produce. You want to put your contact hitters in position to get on base and run. In a BR lineup, I want to top load my lineup with diamonds because I want them to get as many at bats as possible in a three inning game. And I'm trying to use the guys I'm most most comfortable with. At the top. So here's what I'm going to do. Whenever I draft Brandon Lau, I always like to lead him off. Even though he's a silver and I like to top load with diamonds, I know this is contradictory. This is my prototypical leadoff guy. Lefty, gap power who can put the ball over the fence. One of my favorite swings in the game. I'm hitting 464 and 112 at-bats with 18 home runs. This is my dude. Hitting second, we're going to back him up with someone who can hit lefties. That's Kyle Farmer. Then we're going to come in here with Pujols. We're going to come in with Reggie. Now, we need someone who can hit lefties after a lefty comes in to pitch to Reggie. That's Will Smith. So Will Smith is going to hit here. Corey Seager is going to hit next. 
We're going to flip J.D. Davis and Sam Hilliard, and bingo, boom, 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 there's our lineup. Changes you can make. You could switch Reggie and Pujols if you really wanted to. I just think this makes sense. Totally your decision. I'd rather have Pujols hitting third than Farmer. Either way, we have three diamonds in our first four hitters. Will Smith is kind of even playing up to a diamond as an 87. Corey Seager is playing up to a gold. J.D. Davis playing up to a silver. Now, as far as utilizing your bullpen, I actually don't even think we need to do another draft. Maybe we could fly through one more draft. We don't have to slow it down as much. Uh, this is actually a good team. Um, when you're using your bullpen, you're using your bullpen as your starting pitchers most of the time. That's how I approach it. I don't start starting pitchers, again, unless my bullpen's guessed and I just need a couple innings. I approach it by going through my bullpen, looking at the two guys I'm going to flip-flop. Because your relievers only need one game to restore energy, restore stamina. So I, I can look at this and already know who I'm going to start. Kendall Graveman's going to be my game one starter. Yimmy Garcia is going to be my game two starter. That's it. They both throw sinkers. They both throw hard. They both have good pitch, pitch matches. They're both righties. When you only have two lefties in your bullpen, don't start your lefties. You need to save them for critical situations later. This leaves me with a gold to come out of the bullpen, another silver with a, a hard sinker, a bronze with a hard sinker, my two lefties, and another gold with a hard sinker. In my opinion, this is the strat to go flawless, or at the very least, make a deep run. Target certain things, go into drafts knowing what you're looking for, don't go in blind, don't race through the draft. Take your time, look at the cards, look at the players, build a roster. Okay? Is this team the best team that, that I've ever drafted? No. Preferably, we'd have a 97 or a 99 hitter in here. We got fucked in that first diamond round with Reggie Jackson. That first diamond round, quite literally, is holding this team back. Imagine if that was George Brett, Carlos Delgado, Babe Ruth, any guys like that, that elevates this team to a whole new level. Whole new level. Of course, it also alters the way we would have drafted otherwise, but you get what I'm saying. So, all things considered, this is a good team. It's a team I'd feel comfortable running out there. I don't know who our 12 win is because free agent Manny Pena is our 3 win. Uh, there are BR spreadsheets you guys can look up if you're interested. They're not always accurate because roster updates kind of change things around. Um, but this is how I go about it. So here's what we're going to do. We're going to quit this team. We're going to run one more draft. And however this draft goes, I'm going to use this draft in BR. And then next episode, I'll tell you guys how I did. Probably probably won't be good, but we're going to try it. So let's forfeit this entry. While we're here, you guys are going to see me open a BR pack on YouTube. Here we go. Pack video. Boom, boom. Nothing. Nothing, 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 nothing. Okay. One more draft. We're going to go a little quicker this time. Because I'm not trying to speak to you guys like you're 12. I, some of you might be. But I understand that you guys are all smarter than the average human being. But this is I'm just showing my strategy, showing you my thought process. Okay, we got another dog shit diamond round to start. I'm going to take Evan Longoria here because he has a nice swing. Uh, but that's a shit, shit round. Uh, you know how we do here. We take our gold. We take our Messina. We take our Randy. We didn't even think through those first four rounds. Now it's where we start to put things together. Blake Taylor is a gold lefty. Or, uh, sorry, bronze lefty with nothing to uh, of value. Leo Verpigaro hits lefties or uh, righties a little bit, but eh, I don't want him. Let's just take the bronze for the rotation. Okay. 
Ooh, we got Michael Tolia, switch hitter with big power. Diamond defense can play the corner outfields too. Or Albert Pujols. I'm going to take Tolia. Put him at first base. Let him, let him fuck around and find out. Not a good gold round. Real Muto is not the type of catcher I want because he doesn't hit for any power. So I'm going to take Chris Davis and pray he's okay in left field. Uh, Cycle Jorge Polanco is a very good card. I don't particularly hit well with Polanco cards, but looking at what else is here, I don't really want to take a diamond reliever. I'm not going to take Carson Kelly diamond catcher, so we'll take Jorge Polanco. That now eliminates us. Oh, no, he's a shortstop. Okay. I thought he was a second baseman. I thought it was going to eliminate Randall Lau, but I forgot that card played short. Uh, this is a really bad silver round. Wow, this team sucks. Um, if I go flawless with this, you guys fucking all better subscribe. Um, shit. I guess we'll take... Uh, I don't want to waste a lefty reliever. No, fuck. Uh, Danny Duffy's a lefty starter silver. That's a shit round. That's upsetting. Uh, Herman Marquez is a starter who throws a sinker. We could use him in an emergency. Tim Hill, lefty who throws submarine. Remember your pitching deliveries. If you have guys who throw funky, it doesn't matter what their rating is. Take them. Tim Hill throws submarine or sidearm adjacent. We take Tim Hill. Um, God, this team is fucking awful already. Uh, Braden Bishop, center field. He's fast. We'll put him on the bench. Wow. Um, Robbie Grossman hits lefties well. Bench bat against lefties and he's a switch hitter. Sure. Uh, Lucas Sims throws a slurve. We'll take him here just to fill out the bullpen. Joe Jimenez, no. Kyle Finnegan, no. My lord, guys. This team. Pat Vileka, we'll put him at home. Oh my god. I should have played the last team. This team sucks. Uh, we have Yasmani, and we have Ryan Tapera. Ryan Tapera is plus 13. That gets him to 118 hits per nine. Let's take Tapera. Uh, Christopher Sanchez is a lefty who throws hard with a slurve, even though he's a common. You're gonna think I'm crazy? We're gonna take him. Chaz Rowe, I love Chaz Rowe. Sinker cutter. Don't care that he's a bronze. We're going to take Genesis, or Henesis, I learned, Cabrera here. Lefty who throws hard. We now have three lefties. Okay, uh, I see here Wilson Contreras is playing up. Jason Castro has a nice swing. But Rysel Iglesias is going to be a beast out of the bullpen. A beast. So we're taking him. Bullpen's done. Now, on clearly it wants us to take a catcher here. We're going to take Tom Murphy. I'm hoping I get a better catcher so I can put Murphy on the bench, but we'll take Tom Murphy. This bronze round is Dookie Shoes. Um, Dylan Moore plays every single position with a little bit of speed and a little bit of pop. So we're going to take Dylan Moore. Um, oh, my Lord. I don't even think this team's playable, honestly. Like, not even close. We need a right fielder, a center fielder, and a second baseman. Oh my god. Holy shit. Ahmed Rosario. And now they give us Brandon Lau, who could play the corner outfields. Nelson Cruz. Ooh, or Chris Bryant. Say Chris Bryant. All right, let's see what this looks like. I mean, it's not going to be good. Brandon Lau plays right field. Chris Bryant plays... Oy, mano. No... All right, I said this would be the team. It's not the team. It, we're not using this team. We're going to do one more draft, guys, and then I'll say goodbye. All right? I know this has been a weirdly long-ish episode, even though I didn't think it would be. But this is the championship team right here. Okay, perfect start. Carlos Delgado, first baseman. Lock him in. John Axford. Mike Messina. Randy Johnson. Oh, and they gave us Evan Long Longoria was in the first diamond round, and they just gave him to him again in our second one. That's a win. 
We get Delgado and Longo. Nice team so far. Ryan Bookter is a lefty with a cutter. Sure. Welcome to the bullpen, sir. Uh, bronze starter. Don't care about him. Wilmer Flores usually hits very well. Tyler Naquin's a good bench bat. I'm taking Tyler Naquin, and I like his swing. Oh, Joey Gallo. Instant draft. Doesn't matter what his contacts are. He's actually playing very up against lefties today. Positional flexibility. Strong arm. Good defense. Hits the shit out of the ball. Joey Gallo. Bronze starter who throws a cutter. That's good to keep in the back of your head. Okay, this diamond round is stinky cockapoo-poo. But we're going to do something weird here, and we're going to take Johnny Bench. Because Tommy Edmonds sucks. He has no power. Johnny Bench plays some pivotal corner positions and catcher. Yeah, we're going to take Johnny Bench. Don't, don't normally do that, guys, but we're doing it here. Aaron Loop is always a diamond reliever, despite the fact that he's a 77. We take Aaron Loop. We take Yimmy. This is a good team. We'll take the bronze starter who's playing up today with a sinker. It's pretty good. Great round here. So Darren O'Day and Adalberto Mondesi are our choices as the silvers here. It depends where you're lacking most. Our bullpen is coming along pretty nicely. I'd like a little more flexibility and speed in the lineup, so I'm taking Mondesi. Plus his power, even though it's whatever it is, is actually better than that. Um, Trevor Rosenthal is not a terrible bullpen option, so we'll take him. Brian Reynolds is playing... Ugh, he doesn't hit righties very well. Jorge Polanco, I don't hit well with him. We're, we want to leave second base open, right? So let's take Brian Reynolds here. And we'll play around with it if we need to. This Jimmy Herget, I don't know who he is, but he's playing up to a bronze, throws a sinker primary. Fuck it. We'll give him a try. Anthony Bender, sinker primary. Yes, sir. Tommy LaStella, decent bench bat, is down versus righties today. Will Harris, meh. Joe Barlow, meh. I'm going to take Will Harris because he throws a cutter. Bullpen's done. It's going to give me a shit second baseman, but at least he has 84 speed. Ooh, Brad Miller is a great player to take. Doesn't matter what his, his attribute downgrade is. Every position, bops. Brad Miller. Okay, gold round. Harmon Killebrew. Oh, fuck me. First and left field. All right, we can make this work. We're taking Killebrew. Oh, my God. If you ever get a supercharged bronze or silver, take it. It's a free diamond. We just got Jack Sawinski, who hit three home runs today, including a walk-off home run for the Pirates. He's a 96 overall today. For the next two days, we're taking Jack Sawinski. Welcome to the team. We'll figure out the positions at that point. That's, that's an automatic draft. Uh, this bronze round is stinky caca poo poo. We're going to take Rene Rivera to have a backup catcher. We have two supercharged players. Holy fuck. This is the best draft of all time. We have Josh Bell who's supercharged for another hour. Okay. So he's only, we have to play this round immediately, but supercharged for another hour. We're taking Josh Bell. Holy shit, man. This might be the best team ever assembled. All right, so we're going to put Sawinski in right field. Uh, we're going to put him in left field, actually, in his primary. Killebrew, is he's going to be the bench, best bench bat ever? Dude, this, this team is almost impossible to field because I don't know what's going to happen. Um, 
Someone's going to have to play second base, even though he doesn't want to. You know what? Brian Reynolds is going to the bench. Joey Gallo in center. Josh Bell in right field. Dude, this team is fucking absurd. Harmon Killebrew Gold is a bench bat? Can we play him at second base? We might play him at second base. Giant risk chat. I don't recommend you ever do this. But we're playing Harmon Killebrew at second base. Um, or maybe Evan Longoria. I don't know. We're going to play one of them at second base because we have to. This team is nuts. This team has five diamonds on it. <laughs> that is this episode. Sometimes you get lucky in BR. I told you, it's all about luck. I'm glad we did this extra draft. If these strategies helped you, like this video, comment down below. Uh, tell me that this is the best team you've ever fucking seen in Battle Royale. And I'll let you guys know how this run goes. Thank you so much for listening. See you next week.